what? Wait, Luigi's Mansion reminds you of Odyssey? Yeah. It's not open world, but like how you, you're puzzle solving and... Uh, okay, I guess I'm just not familiar with the Odyssey puzzles. I'm not familiar with it. What is he talking about? Odyssey. Super We're... Mario Odyssey. Oh, oh my god. Dude, we, oh I, my we, god. What are you talking I about? I thought you were talking about Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed Odyssey. I thought you were talking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I'm just Nintendo here like... Fucking... Oh my... And I'm like, how is... Yeah, I know, it's my face. It's gotta be Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Well, I'm I... like... Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. It's episode 213, and we are hot off of E3, dude. It was E3 last week, and everyone had a lot of fun with these new, new, new games and new announcements, man. Uh, I got two of our other three hosts with us tonight. First, we have Mr. Neo Ayoshi. What's up? What a time to be a gamer, you know what I mean? And then uh, Felix Hergood. Felix Hergood, what's good, dude? This is Felix Hergood. And and I'm Trip Zero. What's up, guys? <laughs> what's going on? Like, what's up, Felix? Are good. This is Felix. Are good. <laughs> we're uh, uh, we're doing a Discord show for you guys tonight. Uh, obviously, it's a it's not obviously maybe if you're listening, but it's a Monday night. Usually, we uh, record on Sundays. But yesterday was Father's Day, so obviously, Happy Father's Day to everyone out there as well. Happy Father's Day. Shows Unless your dad's a dick, then fuck that guy. Hopefully, you have a better father figure in your life. He's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, E3 2019 has come and gone. We have a whole bunch of shit to look forward to. So, uh, yeah, I think what cool. our um, resident content manager has has decided for us, Mr. Neo Yoshi, we're going to go crazy. over an overview of the conferences and what uh, not really what was announced by announcement, because obviously you can find that anywhere on the internet, but we're going to go through kind of the flow of the weekend and then maybe some of the early week and talk about what, um, some of the best moments were to us. Yeah. Of course. I think that's the game plan. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. Cause rather than that's going to be a long drawn out process to go through all of it. Yeah. Um, but yes. So where do you guys want to start? Do you want to start right at the beginning with, uh, Microsoft? Um, now last week we talked about Microsoft a lot, uh, already. That was like our show last week. Last yeah. week we, we right. did a live show during the actual, um, during well, we were like, out. no, yeah, Microsoft did, uh, was after, right? We talked they, about Microsoft they, and then did a live watch after our recording, recording, yeah. right? For Bethesda. Um, so how about if you want to hear what our thoughts about is there anything you guys want to talk about? Xbox Hold on, well, I have a question. I have a question for yeah. you. Um, oh, where do you consider EA Play in all of this? Because you didn't, you didn't start with EA Play. I'm curious. That is a great question because EA Play didn't really do a lot of announcing other than the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order game. Mm-hmm. That was the first um, time we saw that. We saw more of it at Microsoft. Correct. But that was now. Yeah, I had the impression that that was simply released during the Microsoft presentation, but it came before. They, oh my no, yeah, they sir. did. Yeah. That was the Saturday, which was the day before the Microsoft conference. They they showed off like a 15 minute gameplay demo. And they got the shit time slot. That's what it was. Well, they decided to not be a part of E3, and they hold their own like little event. Like, or they the decided because somebody said we're going to give you the shit time slot. <laughs> well, 
Well, they could have they could have grabbed Sony these times. Why couldn't they? I just oh, here's what I think. I don't think they were going to do a conference. I think because they only did this like three sports games. They had talked about Apex Legends season two and the mm-hmm. Star Wars, and that is it. They like, did. That was they show. did. Yeah, they did have Mark Dara come out and talk for like From three minutes about Anthem. Yeah. It wow. wasn't its own segment, but it like he snuck right in there and, and uh, he was God, like, I, "We already three, you guys, duh, of course we fucking are." Man, I feel like talking about Anthem is like kicking the weak kid in class while he's down. <laughs> you know, like I feel like, like, dude, he's he's already dead. Like, you know, the Simpsons joke. Yeah, stop it. He's already dead. I mean, they're look. I mean, that, I'm not going to necessarily defend a game that I never played, but right. because it might be shit. But like. Diamond Jab made a pretty good point when we were playing Fallout 76 and yeah. we were having a good time, which I'll get into later. But, like, these are service games, and the mm. service model takes time, and we don't totally. have the patience for it, but we can't put them in the same qu- class as a game that's supposed to come out fully developed is something we play over the course of, like, less than 100 hours and mm-hmm. complete it because some of these games just take a while to go through their growing process well, of what they become. I guess I mean yes and no to a lot of that, but we don't have to go down the whole anthem rabbit hole if we don't if we don't want to. But I think part of the problem, like uh, here's an example of how they were operating when they were at E3 at their EA State of Play on last Saturday. They were only talking and taking feedback from like YouTube influencers, and meanwhile Mm. they have tons of player feedback all over the place, and I mean like genuine feedback from people who want the game to be really good who who have their like backs like they are they are ride and die anthem and they are simply not communicating with those players like the the destiny people like you trip you're getting that that back and forth conversation right now destiny came out right before with the stadia announcement right pre e3 and they were like here's our expansion we're coming to stadia cross saves are coming this is what you can expect from Destiny in the next year. And they're very clear cut on that. Uh, Anthem, this past week, changed their roadmap page and removed like half of the things um, that they had planned this year. Sure. Like just straight up disappeared. So, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not going to be defending Anthem by any means, but um, no. it took, I mean, it took Bungie a while those, you know? to get as good as they, as they are now at community feedback and integration and, and, conversations and stuff oh hell yeah year one they didn't talk to fucking anyone and we were like cool well, expansions mind, man Anth- what's happening Anthem was, with this was was like don't ignore what destiny's doing we don't want to hear the d word that was from the uh they did they did the, say behind that. the scenes they so did like say that yeah they're not even willing to see what other companies they're not even willing to even look at how other companies are stumbling which i mean i can respect up. that yeah. depending on on the choices that are made but but they definitely didn't make the best I mean, choices it, going forward as it currently stands there's just, yeah, but they're look. Not they're much, committed. Yeah. They're committed to uh, to growth Maybe. and the change. So we'll see. They were barely at E three. They had nothing to show at E three, and that's kind of scary. If I if I was an Anthem player, I'd be a little worried. You know? Would so, you? I mean, we'll see. I mean, yeah. At least like seventy six had it. Had Bethesda came out and said, "This is what we're bringing to Fallout seventy six. <laughs> and I'm like, they all okay. they had to though, because seventy six dropped the ball harder than Anthem ever did. Even though it may not seem like that at this exact point in time i don't know man anthem it seems they mm, both seem they're both mm, pretty bad they're both pretty anthem bad. has a playable core game anthem has playable multiplayer anthem just has a, a content drought and no clear direction for the future but the game is playable i didn't need to be overhauled in a lot of I ways i totally kind of disagree i'm playing it 
Okay, that's that's you're playing it now. That's fine, but we're talking historically. They had very no. different growing paths. Well, we can talk about it later, but like when we talk about Bethesda, but like uh, we'll talk. Okay, we'll talk. Got All it. right, cool. I mean, yeah, out of EA Play, there was nothing really that grabbed my attention because Star Wars game didn't look fantastically engaging to me. So I do have an update for you on the Star Wars game because okay. the demo that we did look at for Jedi Fallen Order was which very, I liked. It looked cool, and it was a it very cool. uncharted looking game, right? Like cool. you're climbing, you're you have yeah. a cool combat, you have cool Jedi combat in it, very cool powers. Uh, they showed a cool move of you, like a, a stormtrooper firing a bolt, and then you force pull into your hand, and then you held him at his bolt as you slowed it down. You did like the Kylo Ren power. Where he freezes uh, a laser bolt in midair, which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's a very um, cool skill. So what they didn't show us at, at E3, which is I, honestly the biggest marketing drop I've ever seen. Apparently, there are multiple planets you can visit. You have a ship which you can use to travel between them. It's going to be a very Metroidvania-style game as you'll earn powers and upgrade yourself. I know. And then you'll take these powers to other planets and unlock different areas. And if you're listening your at home, I threw my hands up in he mock frustration. Threw his hands up and he's just like, what? It's because like a, what? My, my problem with this, um, and not even that it's a problem, it's just my, uh, my lack of interest, especially being such a pretty, pr- pretty big Star Wars fan in general, right? My lack of interest in this yeah. game was kind of surprising to me. But when I watched the footage that they showed first at EA Play, it looked just like a corridor-y, uncharted-y, unchartedery experience, whatever that word would be. If you made like, it up, like the Force like, Unleashed too. Like I mean? Uncharted was was a great movie to play. You just made that word up. I made that word up, one hundred percent. Do you know what I mean when I say that? Like Uncharted was a great movie to play. Yeah, it, it was, was fantastic. It was incredible. But I've played that kind of thing, and to me, it just looked like they took the guns out and put lightsabers in in place. Right. And it's, it's totally what it looks like in some and cases. We saw, um, we saw more detail. We saw vehicles. We saw uh, walkers. We saw all kinds of things at, um, at Microsoft. Microsoft. There was a little bit yeah. of an extended look at it, but still didn't, didn't seem like it was enough to get me to be like, yes, 1,000% playing that. But what you're telling me, it's, it's piquing my interest a little bit more. So it, it, from what this like, little tweet description is, is apparently you have a ship and a crew – kind of sounds a little mass effecty maybe you have characters you interact with and you can visit the planets in any order you like so you can actually it's actually it's linear still ish but it's a little bit more open when the way you can choose your path and how you play the game that's um, all that's, that's all i want i don't want they, they, they in a game like that. this trip trip yeah. zero yes. don't bullshit me will this game pull you away from destiny absolutely not god no are you kidding me <laughs> Okay, okay. This they're, is a good way to gauge they're, three. They're about to go this full is... RPG in the fall, and I've never been more excited for that. So there's no okay. way that I'm done so being dragged away from that. We should, we should that. rank E3 by will it pull Trip away from that. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good way of gauging. That's our only metric. That's the metric. The metric. Will Trip no, stop playing it. Destiny for this? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Will you stop playing Destiny for this? Oh, it's man. Like, it's like will it blend? Will it blend? Will yeah, it it's blend. our version of will all it blend. All right, so let's hop off of EA because that, that's all they're really That's it. And it. they showed some Sim that's stuff. It. They showed uh, some FIFA stuff. And yeah, pretty, they're, they're money makers they, they showed the next level for. Is there anything that gets you really hype about what Microsoft showed? Now, we already talked about this last week, keep in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, big thing on the stage was obviously Keanu Reeves coming out with that that cyberpunk. Look, look, that, bold, that of, you, bold, of, bold of you to assume that that was the biggest part of my own excitement at my Microsoft. It truly God, was. God, dying it, light, it, dude, it truly was, dude. It all. truly was. I agree with you a thousand percent, but don't assume. Don't assume my excitement. All right. Is it or is it not Dying Light, though? <laughs> I was real excited for Dying Light, too, dude. 
Dying Light's an incredible you loved, game. You loved it. Yeah. You loved the first one. I had, I had three. There Go were on. just three. I mean, there were other things that were interesting or anything. That the three were um, a Cyberpunk first, Outer Worlds second, because I love mm-hmm. um, that Obsidian. game was pretty badass. I love Obsidian so much. Um, so I can't wait for the morality choices I'm going to get to experience in that. And I have now watched more gameplay of that and I'm more into it. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing was, and I'm coming up blank. <laughs> what was the third thing? <laughs> was it, it made game? such an impression on you? Y- yeah, totally I'm not like, blanked out. At, like the guide or anything. Fucking, I don't, you know what? Was Just, it Battle of Toads? No. <laughs> no, I never played that back in the day, so I don't really. Know. I did. I I rented that from um, from West Coast Video. So West much. Coast Video. Oh yeah, my so god, much. dude! I remember how many times um, I rented. Well, countless times. Well, it ultimately, I guess you could say that the third thing was was Game Pass. Game, Game Pass. Pass. Yes, that was a big win at, at the Microsoft conference. I want to say only because. I can now play Microsoft or Xbox games now because yeah. I've never had an Xbox One. And that's a pretty big move. So, On the pre-show here, we were talking about all the games that we, we, were, we were looking at the store and stuff. So let me, let me tell you this marketing brilliance, okay? Do it. Tell I'm ready. Us. So I walk up to Jay Prince, who you guys may have played games with before. You, you know, uh, I think Trip knows him from actual work. But um, so Jay Prince... <laughs> I was like walking through the halls of the job and I basically was like, it's amazing, dude. Finally, uh, Game Pass is now combined with uh, Xbox Live, right? And, or uh, Xbox Game Pass is combined with Xbox Live Gold. That Gold. just means you can play online. Right. right. You can okay. play with other people online. And I was like, I'm so excited. I'm paying for it $15 a month. <laughs> Jay Fritz goes, yes, so what? I was already paying for that. He's like, do the math. And I went. I'm confused. Uh, Go on. He's like, it's $60 a year. Yeah. For fucking $60 a year for fucking gold and right. 120 a year for Game Pass right now. He's like, do the math. It's 180. Divide that by 12, $15 a month. Oh, so they, they just. Okay. Nothing so they put came. a label on it. They just branded it. It's all it in how you spin it, dude. Cool. They 100% have not offered anybody a deal or anything, but the perception in a marketing sense is that now we're getting a deal. We're not getting a deal. Trip, didn't they like have like a deal that you like converted your gold into Game Pass? It seems like if you upgraded your account. No, that that deal's there. That's a whole something else. And Keenan. Well, I don't. I don't know if that's like the deal was the introductory like dollar, like like try it out for a dollar, right? Or like. Three months for a dollar, something like that. I don't know if uh, the second part of this is like part of that deal or just part of how they're structuring accounts when they transfer over. But what they did for me is they took the remainder of my Xbox Live time, which is like I think in April or something I renewed it. So I had a couple months uh, under a year of that. But then they took the free trial time of uh, Game Pass that I had and those were put together into now one consistent – membership time where both are about the same and i have uh this whole ultimate game pass thing until august of next year that's awesome does it cover both xbox and pc so i think the answer to that is yes i haven't looked at it myself okay. but i have uh, i have friends question, that are man. part of the uh, xbox insider program and they have confirmed that it does ultimate apparently does include all of that because i do have an install on other xbox button now 
on a lot of my a lot of my uh, my Windows Store has that. I can install to a device, mm-hmm. but I don't have an Xbox, so I can't even I can't try it out essentially. So, um, but that but dude, Game Pass pretty cool. Um, it's, it's it's the move, man. Everything is going to be a service. Play, Give me my and game if they service. get day one games, man, that's that's great. That is yeah. And my my only issue is is I do consoles on Sony and Xbox, and Sony needs to now come out with their fifteen dollar a month. Well, until they do, it sounds like you're going to be an Xbox player for a while. Fuck yeah! <laughs> uh, I mean, they're selling. They have the hardware leads, so they don't. They're not threatened to make any mo- big moves like this. Fuck them. They're, they're, Dude, they're not. They're not threatened game. to do a lot. That's all they're doing. I'm sad about it. I can't believe the fucking titles that are in this fucking game pass. Look in in the conference as well. They announced Scarlet, right? So I think when these con- new consoles come out, I think we're going to see will Microsoft pull ahead with the new consoles? They they have a chance to catch up again. Hmm. Um, they have a chance to make up lost ground. I think that that would light a fire under Sony's ass, and that that's the only way to do it at this point. Because they got they got a bunch of home runs coming out in the next year, and they didn't need they weren't even at E three, they didn't need to be there, so they they have they know what they're doing. They got their games coming, um, yeah. So other things that I liked there, they showed more Ori and the Whisper of the Wills. Dude, I'm in love with that game. Everything know, about I that game you're... makes me happy. Um, it's a beautiful Metroidvania style game. The art is gorgeous. The music is amazing. I I can't get I can't tell you enough how much how excited I am for that game. Um, I recommend everyone to play the first one. Absolutely, if you can play it. I think I will. It. I have never, and I definitely want to. But it's a uh, oh, it's it so looks wonderful. Yeah. Will it pull trip from Destiny? Ooh, that's going to be a no, though. Oh, sorry, Ori. Sorry, <laughs> the time. <laughs> I mean, at this point, the answer to anything is no. Not really. I know. Well, no. I know. There, you're, there you're, are there are two. There are two games, and this is, doesn't conflict Basically. with Shadow Keep at all. But there are, are two we games. We're going to talk about it in the show because I want to come to it. I want it to be a big. Well, are, I mean, we already we kind of shrugged off Cyberpunk. Are we going to go into more in depth oh, Cyberpunk? Yeah. We didn't Dude, shrug I, off cyber, look, Cyberpunk. We talked I, about the whole thing last week. We did. Right. Well, I know. Fair. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm not talking about our our show as a whole. I meant so, this episode. All we mentioned was Keanu. Reeves was introduced yeah, as, a, as a character. That trailer, in this game. which was which was awesome. Like I, 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 everything I see from that game, and like I follow the, it on Twitter. They're putting out all this artwork. I'm like, everything about this game screams style, and it screams depth. You know, Here, here's the thing: does it to to other people? To you, it does because you played The Witcher Three, correct? Yeah, but keep in mind this what? is based off of a D and D campaign that was oh, written. Right. It's a whole. It's Hold a whole. Yeah. This is what I'm getting at. I'm getting at the point that you and I played maybe a ton of games that are role playing. Yeah. And then and then the the game was based on a tabletop role playing game. Yep. The Witcher is heavily like in game mechanics that you have to figure out, but their sure. marketing for this fucking thing is stylized and action based, which is going to okay. be fucking confusing when people get by that game. I think the only comparison I can make to it for The Witcher is I like the developer's style and how and how how good Witcher was as a game. Heavy, but don't you think that's it's like where it ends. heavy in mechanics that turn a shit oh, yeah. ton of people off? Probably it is. Yeah. It is most definitely going to be like Deus Ex cranked up to like twenty. Yeah. I think. and that is a mechanic game. What's up, Trip? Have you guys watched the uh, the gameplay that they released a year ago? I did twice. Because they were very, very transparent about how about how the game about plays, how in yes. depth the systems are and how the game plays, but none of it looked like it would ever 
turn someone off who plays maybe primarily action games and then is like, oh, this world looks cool. I think I'm going to hop over wow. into this. Yeah, Felix, there was a 45-minute demo last year that they released. It was the demo from E3 that they released. It like, was the, the behind closed the door demo. The, the one where he goes to the dock? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. And what I'm most excited for is we're going to get uh, another demo. There's already another demo that's playable, again, behind mm-hmm. closed doors this year. We're going to get that after PAX. Right. That's when they said they're going to show after PAX, yeah. after Gamescom, end of August, roughly. We're going to we're going to get that probably the same way, just dropped on YouTube with someone, you know, guiding narrating it and, and narrating like they did last year. I'm going to watch I like. the fuck I out like, of that I like 17 times. Those, I know. I like seeing the way they explain what's going on on the HUD and the screen mm-hmm. and it's really good to be like, hey, this is not just a point-and-click shooter. Like, you're just not just going to shoot things. You have stats to worry about. You have, you know, choices to make with your augments. And, and it's going to be, like, like I, I have an issue to play Deus Ex right now. But honestly, this game is making me, like, oh, no, you don't want to waste your, your cyberpunk future. Yeah, yeah save it all up to, to blow it on, on cyberpunk. And, I don't, and honestly, yeah, go ahead. I just, I, I want to go back to your point, Felix. I don't think a game like this... Like, you're not playing World of Warcraft in this game, right? Like, you're playing an RPG for sure. You're playing a game that's got heavy roots and tabletop. But so many games have heavy roots and tabletops. And developers don't want to turn an audience off to their game. So I don't think they're going to, like, it's going to be such a harsh wake-up call if someone just maybe watched the CGI trailer at E3, picks it up and goes, oh, my God, there's too many things to worry about. I'm never going to play this game. No, no, I'm, I'm going back to specifically a member of this show, Lock and Key, not being able to get past the fucking bloody Baron every time he considered playing The Witcher Three, he's done dude, this numerous times. Here's right, here, here, yeah, Lock but but here's the thing, dude. <laughs> a, a game is is something more than the sum of its parts. Yeah, I can't get past thirty minutes of Fallout Four. Right. I can play Skyrim fucking endlessly. Yeah, I can play Fallout Three endlessly. You compare three and four, there's literally about no difference, right? There's world's difference, man. Okay, sure. But, like, if you're talking about the things that would get someone to play the game or not play the game, they're the same. Roughly. Okay. We, can, we can agree on that point, right? You love morality choices in games. Don't, don't talk about me. Don't talk about me. Yes. <laughs> don't <laughs> talk about me. We're talking games. in broad general strokes right here. Okay, broad general strokes. All, all I'm saying is that... Look, a game could could hook someone because of the music, because of the the background, because of the the, the people, yeah. the art, right? Any of these things. I mean, as far as far as what we saw at E three, we didn't see much, and I honestly don't feel like I need to see any more at this point. I liked everything I've seen at this point, and I've listened to people talk about it. People have mentioned that the cities feel more alive, like, like G- unlike GTA, where. It's almost like Skyrim where you have like people have schedules, they have purpose in the world. They're not they're not just random NPCs. They're talking about the amount of detail that has been crafted into this city. I mean, it's 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 seeming like it's going to be the most Westworld like yeah. game experience that we have so far, you know, in terms of like an immersive do whatever you want kind of world. Westworld or that other sci-fi show on Netflix that I keep forgetting the name of. Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon that one. <laughs> I got you, boo. It's on my brain. It's on my it's brain. It's it's a it's the Westworld concept of of living a world that's incredibly realistic with an altered carbon skin. That's that's what yeah, this yeah, yeah. game is going to be. Yeah, yeah. I live and breathe cyberpunk now, guys. Just enter, plug me in the matrix. That's, all, yeah. that's how I'm feeling. Yeah, I can't wait to play it. 
Uh, yeah, it's but it, this is by far out of everything we're going to talk about, probably the the main thing that I'm most excited and most looking forward. That's probably out of all the things, all the games. It's probably a toss up for me between that and the uh, the Final Fantasy VII. That's remake. mine too. But we're, we're going to get to that. Don't worry. Um, other things I'm happy about: Fantasy Star Online. Cool, that's coming back. We missed you, baby. Come come back home to the America. Um. Other than that, I, I wrote down 12 minutes was a pro because we we all responded pretty positively. It to that. looks I good. I don't know how much it's going to yeah. cost. You know, like for it's that, probably, it looks like a $20 game. Yeah, if it's a 20 it or like What if it was like $12, game. like a dollar a minute? One oh, person is making it. Well, well, how about something even better than that? It just shows up in Game Pass and I play it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the oh, dream that. now. That's yeah. the dream. That's, that's the all right, way. let's move on from Microsoft because we've, we've already talked about Microsoft we did, a lot. We did, yeah. All right, so let's talk about Ubisoft next. So Ubisoft. They started off strong with a good Watch Dogs demo, and I was refreshed to see during the C3 that they finally showed us some damn gameplay of something. Yeah. Because, this, let me tell you guys, this E3, for sure, was all CG trailers, and it honestly felt like I was watching, like, five hours of ad. And it was like that is YouTube not why I like E3 yeah. Yeah, and that's not why I like these conferences. I like the, I like when they give these deep dives in games, like we saw with Watch Dogs. We saw they introduced their mechanic. They're like, this is how you're going to play the new Watch Dogs. And they showed Granny Assassin. And I really don't know. I think we should talk about it for a second because it's super, super cool. Watch yeah, Dogs, is a, it's always a, a franchise that, that um, kind of sells itself on the fact that you can interact with so much in the environment in, in the yeah. guise of being like a hacker. Someone who's access to this whole like invisible system that connects everything in the near future, but in this in this game in Watch Dogs Three, which takes place in London, you're going to be able to apparently control any NPC. Have they made that promise? Fully any NPC, or at least like they, a vast majority of them, not like the bad guy probably. But honestly, don't know where the limit is here. They, it, I, it honestly looks don't like know. the Saints Row of Watch Dogs games. <laughs> But it they seems like you'll be recruiting people, yes, that you can yeah. play. They're, they're, they're jumping the shark, or you're going to jump the shark. <laughs> I mean, the concept is wild. Well, I'm, I'm very excited for it. I'm excited for yeah. a, uh, a realistic London as well, dude, because yeah. like, I, um, I'm really enamored with how well they did the Bay Area and San Francisco from 2. Like, that shit was really on point and like, just fun to exist in. Hey, so, you, I think you played more of that than me. You got pretty far in the game, didn't you? Mm, I don't know, man. I get sidetracked pretty easily, especially when I like the area. I, so I just I end up driving around. One. You know, the, o- the furthest I got was second. crafting your first drone. <laughs> okay, then I one thousand percent got farther than you. Yes, <laughs> I still have Absolutely it. I look did. at it. I look, it's up there. I look at it from time to time. I'm like, <laughs> oh, there's, there's the drone I made, bud. Well, when, when am I getting to that? Like twenty years from now. All right, so that was honestly for me the highlight of Ubisoft's entire conference. I mean, are we worried that, at all? Sorry to cut you off, dude, now, but are we? Entire conference was trash. <laughs> are we? Are we worried at all though about them watchdogging themselves with their own trailer because they've done this before? They've shown an insane, complex, beautiful looking trailer, and they shipped a game that's like, oh, I guess this is kind of what they should. I don't know. The only I was kind of thing in the trailer, guys. The Were only you? ambitious part about the trailer is like the the NPC system. Yeah, like that was the, the only thing that was thing. interesting. But I was blah- it looked like a whatever game. Yeah, dude, I was blah on the fact that this is the third time that they've released a game with some person randomly walking down the street hacking people. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you say why jacking that? people? No, hacking, hacking. hacking. Why oh, did it have to start that way? Why? That's what you do in Watch Dogs. Isn't that the whole game? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it is. I know, and, and I don't that's think you're like, wrong. That's their hook. I don't, you know, that's I don't like think you're thing. wrong, Felix. I think it's a good point that, that you were first game, turned off I, by I, that. You want something I new. Like you want a fresh experience with it. How you felt about Days Gone, I felt about seeing Watch Dogs. That's written. completely fair. Yeah, that's I get fair. it. That's I do. Honestly, probably not the whole game. I'm just, I'm just really happy they showed us a gameplay. And like, that's like, honestly, I'm like, thank God I can see what you're trying to sell me rather than just like a pretty cinematic trailer. Right. That honestly bothers me more than everything else. Yeah. I do like that mechanic, but I will not buy that game until I finish Watch Dogs 2. <laughs> there you go. That's good. That's good. Stop That's buying good. games, Felix. Finish and, the other games you have. And I'm not pissed off. I completely get it, but I know why there wasn't Assassin's Creed content. They're trying to make Assassin's Creed Odyssey more of a service, service game thing. where they release stuff out. Oh, no, I didn't snore, expect... Dude. I know, yeah. for real, but not for me. I, 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 I really was expecting no Assassin's Creed this year. I was expecting nothing mm. because Odyssey was honestly a big smash for them. Yeah, um, that was a huge win for them. So honestly, if they take a year break and we'll see, we'll probably see the Viking rumored game next year. Honestly, uh, the one they great. were talking about. I, I want to do that Norse game. That's so the rest, fun. the rest of Ubisoft's conference is aside from like one or two things was literally <laughs> just dance again, Ghost Recon showing more stuff. They had John Bernthal come out. Kind of cool. Wait, I thought that. I thought, dog. Oh, he came out on the stage. I didn't out. see that. I didn't yeah, see that. And he brought his uh he brought his beautiful pit bull too. It was a very, very good boy. That's really ball. cool. Uh that know. they that they had him and Reeves come to the fucking Yeah. Uh, conference. Dude, I that was really I cool. think I uh, you're 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 all in for Ghost Recon, right? Oh one. I yeah, I already got it. Oh you already I, I don't know. It's, it's mixing thing. your two favorite things. It's mixing the Wildlands mechanics with fucking the Punisher. So I can I can see when I saw that I was like, Oh my god, Felix is going to love this. Yeah. Well, me and Punisher me and being your favorite like Marvel now, character. Right? This is a this is a yeah. really important question for me. I bought Game Pass. Do you think Breakpoint is going to immediately be on Game Pass? No, but it will probably be for Ubisoft's PC game service that they announced, which was oh, essentially okay, the Ubi Club or whatever. That so then, the okay, no, I'm just trying to figure out if I need to keep my fucking pre-order. Uh, I would honestly, keep your pre-order. I would pre- yeah probably keep yeah. your pre-order because yeah. yeah. Ubisoft cool. looks like it's doing its own push with its own publishing. Cool. So, and yeah, I, because there. Yeah. There are no on, on Game Pass. There are no Ubisoft games, from what I can see. Yeah. yeah well, see not that they're going to have their own competing service. That they're for sure not going to yeah. put their stuff Correct, on yeah. on Xbox. So, other than that, Rainbow Six they announced a new operator. They announced Quarantine. Like, like is, these are just game updates for ga- Ubisoft, which has been very good at keeping their games like as a live service going. Uh, we got Division updates. Um, we're going back to New York apparently, and there's an assault on the pa- uh, Pentagon coming. So that's stuff that oh they announced. Oh my god! Um, uh, the UPlay Plus was their thing. Yeah, but they that, announced it, Roller Champions. I don't know. Solid just dance, yeah, just dance on the Wii though. Can we talk about that for a second? How the Wii U got shafted and the no, Wii is still being supported. No Wii U release, but a Wii release for oh Just my. Dance. I mean, it makes it's sense. Awesome. It, it makes so a shit ton of money. Yeah. Just Dance on the Wii makes a shit ton of money. There, so. there are more Wiis out there in the world right now than there are Wii U's. That is definitely for sure. It's insane. I, uh, but it was really funny to see it up there. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say, going back to the division. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like their their version of uh, DC. I like it yeah. a lot. I mean, it, uh, it's nothing DC. Wrong with it. It's the real life exact dimensional right. version of so, like, <laughs> DC. Hearing that they did a, a good version of, of it. Here's that hearing that there's another place I'll get to go. It'll probably be you know another stronghold. Did right? you? Yeah, or or another raid, maybe. I, who knows right it, it now? It might be a raid, yeah. It might be a raid. But, uh, Felix, they also announced they're going back to New York as well. For, like, another game? 
No, for the content. third expansion, for the third uh, game update. Oh, they're doing so, so your, your Coney Island, in I think. Your the character snow in Division has two, melted. Your character in Division 2 gets to go back to New York. Or Correct. Or whatever. Correct. Exactly. That's, I mean, it's fucking cool. Well, yeah, Division 2 Division two is a tight, really tight game. It's an amazing world to be in. Goddamn right. It just, mm. you know, it's... I it's, honestly wish it had more things that kept me wanting to keep playing it. Yeah. And, and actually, the more that I think yeah. about it, though, like, I'm okay with it not... Like having my attention as fully as Destiny does, because mm-hmm. I can have fun with that game, hop in, do something with friends, explore DC, and still feel like I had a good time. You know? Yeah. Look, you can, I'll, hop, I'll, in, you can hop in by yourself. I've fucking done it. Oh, totally. It's a, it's a very, very solo friendly game, which is amazing for exploration. Yeah, play and for l- a couple of hours, just fucking get. Look, some, get I'm some gonna shit, say this right drops. now, and this is this would be my first hot take for tonight. But I'm gonna say it. Division has a loot problem. A loot problem. It has a loot problem. Yes. Now, without going too rabbit holy with this, oh, that's uh, you're talking about end game shit that I'm not too. Is it too... Uh, pretty much? Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about this in a different. This different could show. be another episode. This, yeah. I, I would I would have to write out all my thoughts on this. Okay, elaborate. But in a nutshell, in a nutshell, one mm-hmm. sentence. Mm-hmm. Elevator. Okay. Yep. Elevator um, pitch. Sure. Thank you. Um, the problem with the loot is is that. Gear score in the end doesn't matter when they're making you rely on the perks that you're finding. So n- nothing real, no loot is important, but all loot at the same time is important. And it's not making anything stand out like you get with your destinies and your Diablos, if that makes sense. Because each game, you, each gun you recognize in, in Destiny, right? You know what you're getting with this gun. But right now, all saw rifles are the same, but they're not really the same. There's nothing really that stands out and the min maxing isn't really it's not there yet i want to say with the way they've changed the loot around you think there's a disparity between the score that you're chasing and then the perks that you need correct so like even if i was like four what's the 500 cap it's so if i was like 480 but my perks are so good that i if that changing a one piece of gear is going to mess my whole build up and I need to make sure I carry over whatever build. And then so the build is more important than, in a build mm. than the gear, than the gear score in general. Gear score doesn't matter if you're running on all if you're firing on all c- cylinders. Well, does it matter to where you're going, like regional? Like I would in, say, in um, no, no. I was no I'm saying like if, about this actually, this was a conversation I was having with Izzy. Like, building like if you build. don't have a gear score that's high enough, can you get to certain areas of the game? Are there raids I, you can't play and shit like that? Not I really at the end game. So. Like, you know but, how it is in Destiny where you need to have that out. score in order to get but to your, But your gear score doesn't matter when you're, if your gear isn't perked up. If you're not fully using your gear's perks, then you're, then you're, you're useless. It's the gear score doesn't matter is what, is what I'm it's, it's not important. It's just that it's an arbitrary number at this point that really doesn't mean anything for your gear. If that makes well, sense. Well, to a point, yeah. right? Like, to you, a, to you, a you, point. You can't be like 350 you playing the raid. Game. No, no, you need world like right. I'm saying world tier five gear, but there's just there's just something there's a missing element to the yeah gear. it doesn't it, the yeah. it doesn't synergize well cohesive. in the yeah. in the loot you know search I guess right and like I'm, I'm chasing exotics doesn't really matter because the exotics are, appa- are apparently garbage like I haven't right. gotten that far these are just opinions I've read so so outside of collecting like what's the drive really what is it exactly yeah. and yeah. that is that yeah. is my current problem um let's finish off. Ubisoft with do you guys want to talk about the uh, the freaking it's always sunny dude coming out and talking about his TV show Rob McElhenney I, I heard yeah. nothing about that 
So he showed a trailer for this Apple Plus show mm-hmm. that's coming out this fall, and it's about a, it's pretty much about the dude who created World of Warcraft, essentially. And oh, it, is that really like, where it, like the story that it's telling? He is, yeah, it's a, he's a he's this guy who created this big MMO, and he it's like the most popular game on the planet. But he's like fully self absorbed in in the way that only Mac could could be self absorbed. No. Yeah. Because uh, I watched the trailer, I didn't know teaser. if it was like uh, referencing anything. You know what it's called? Specific. It's called Funny, so I I'll give it a try. Why not? Well, I love all. It's always sunny. Well, look, we need more I mean, more obviously. games in in like pop culture content, and and vice versa. You know, yeah. like literally today, actually, truly, really today, June seventeenth. Um, I shared this uh, with uh, the guys on our Discord, and I retweeted it as well. Final Fantasy fourteen has an expansion called Shadowbringers coming out on July second, yes. and they dropped a trailer with uh, Hannibal Burris and Tom Holland. Oh of, yeah, of, of Spider Man <laughs> fame, and Tom Holland is training in real life. He's doing push ups. He's lifting his couch. He's swinging a dumb, gigantic sword trying to train to get ready to play Shadowbringers. And Hannibal Barrett the whole time is like, you don't have to do that, man. You just It's buttons on a controller. You just press them and you can play the game. <laughs> and it was a really, really well done commercial. It just, it's, it was like exciting to see because it kind of brought it, it's games into the, in the mainstream. I was shocked that they got both you know? those actors yeah. to does, be does, in the Final Fantasy XIV commercial. Like, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> we keep saying that, Neo. We keep saying we're shocked that Bernthal came out. We're shocked that Reeves came out. We're st- are it's we? It's not shocking for this the first, That doesn't shock me. But is this the first year that E3 had A-list celebrities walking out on stage? Mm, it's, no, it's not the first year that it's happened, but it's definitely becoming James more visible and more, yeah, it's been more, it's more accepted yeah. for sure, especially with like, um, oh God, uh, uh, Death Stranding. I almost forgot the one of the weirdest games of, of our time coming out soon. Yeah, that's how, Death Stranding. How dare you? How is, dare you I know, I was going to offend Neo with that. Yeah. But Death Stranding <laughs> is, is really, really pushing the uh, the envelope the farthest by having like a, a full, full cast of recognizable people doing you know motion and face capture and then, then voicing themselves, essentially acting in a video game. So I think we're going to see more of this even even at a faster clip as we go into the yeah. future. I think I think it was shocking that those two actors were ever that they were promoting Final Fantasy 14, which is an MMO of a of it's a it's a niche genre of millions of people, I know, but it's not yeah. mainstream like Madden or it's, your Call no, of Duty. It's, no, it's, it's, it's I mean in an already nerdy like hobby yeah. that are video games, MMOs are like the nerdiest of the nerdy hobby that you could play. <laughs> oh, for sure. I was, watching, was like yeah. I was watching the Square Enix uh, presentation uh, halfway through. We're going to talk about that next. Don't worry. Yeah, I know. We get to Shadowbringers, (laughs) and I turn to Mrs. Felix, and I go, I'd fucking never play this game. (laughs) Like, Yoshi and the Tripper are so excited about it. I I was applauding for you guys, but I was just not. Love Final Fantasy XIV. And honestly, Square and Nintendo, like, if you were a JRPG fan at Bethesda, you were the real winner. I'm going to put that out there right now. JRPG people, you guys were like, fuck yes. Bring it all to me. Put it Dude, on my screen. I mean, the whole Give whole E3. RPGs. E3 as a whole, JRPG fans really, really won out. Oh, yeah. They seem to win. We saw that they Dragon Quest Eleven Switch trailer like four times. I mean, if we're in, jumping like, ahead, we got Final Fantasy VIII finally ported to the Switch. So the yeah. world exploded. Do you remember, like, I think, was it last year when we did, we did our E3 show? And they were like, every Final Fantasy is coming to Switch. And they went like seven nine ten, <laughs> ten. Yeah, 12. twelve and i'm like what the uh, hell is wrong with eight, yeah. you guys um 
I have a feeling it was a it was a, a copyright issue or like a licensing issue with fucking eyes on me. I have a feeling. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you think so? No, I don't think that. Someone was floating that in our Discord, Felix, I think. Felix, this was to. a show. This was a sh- uh, no, not a show. This was an artist who sang the theme song for, for uh, Final Fantasy VIII. And it was like a, she was like a Japanese pop star, like real famous. It is um, actually, it's weird because I, I bought the soundtrack. Actually, I bought the soundtrack years ago. Like when I yeah. first played this game, I was like, you know, maybe 11 or 12 or something. I had my parents oh my help God. me import a hard copy of the soundtrack, the four disc soundtrack. Trip. We were the, we were the same, um, we were the same child. When we were little. Probably. Cause um, I was, I was asking my mom to order me this, you know, the final fantasy seven, they were action figures, but they don't move their legs. These are like the, the, the classic play Asia, mm-hmm. like action figures. Yeah. I made my mom call the ones that were off the, uh, like the original, uh, character designs. Correct. Exactly. The original art designs. Yes. Yep. I had my mom call Japan whatever this retailer there was to get him shipped here. This is before the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Before you could order things online. That was fucking well, expensive. I, I did order mine on the internet, Your but sex, it, was, it was hard. I love yeah. you. <laughs> um, but yeah. this, the soundtrack and on the final disc has a copy of, of what you could consider the, the theme song of Final Fantasy VIII, Eyes on Me, mm-hmm. um, performed by, of course, the artist who sang it. I'm going to find her name in a second so I don't sound like a dickhead. I'm going um, gonna, I'm gonna to guess right now, right? Ayumi Hamazaki. Ada Wong. Uh, nope. It's not that's wrong. Ada Wong is not uh her name. <laughs> um it's not Ayumi Hamasaki. It's, it's an Ada uh, Wong character from In Resident Evil, I know. Fei, it's it's Fei Wong. Fei Wong. Fei oh Wong is the artist. Um so, but anyway You were, you were close. You got a super, Wong, but that's <laughs> super recently we were talking about this in Discord and someone says, Oh yeah, no, you can't you can't get this song. It's not part of the soundtrack. And I'm like What? Uh, yes it is. It's I literally imported the soundtrack from japan you know i, I pulled a card like oh i fucking got it from japan guys i got the fucking thing i know duh uh and he's like <laughs> i bought it on itunes and it truly doesn't have the track and i'm like you're full of shit so i went to itunes i went to shit. itunes and that track is missing not only is yeah, her recording of the song missing the final final track of the iTunes game or apple music itunes okay the final track of the game uh, like as you're watching the ending cutscene, usually ending Final Fantasy cutscenes are like 15 to 30 minutes long, right? You're just watching the end of the movie, essentially. Um, they play the whole backing track on the soundtrack, but it was it was cut about two minutes short because there's a moment in the final compilation where they reprise her song, and obviously I didn't buy the soundtrack again, so I didn't I couldn't confirm no. my theory. But my theory is that 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 those couple minutes are actually her song being cut out of. The ending the theme. All right, and, now, and, and are, I don't know. Maybe there is something to this this copyright. We're, go, we're going we're going theory. a little deep down this rabbit hole. Yeah, but this is a rabbit there hole are for sure. songs on the Final Fantasy VIII soundtrack that are like there's like the waltz song when you're dancing. You know that scene where you dance with Renona Renoa? Yeah, early, um, yeah, the, like well. the school the that school is, dance thing. That waltz is Eyes on Me. Is the is the song? Well, yeah, that's the problem it's, because it's right, the theme you know I mean? of the whole game, and it's all the, of those exactly. things, all of those things are there. But her, you know, her booth recorded audio version is not. not. And I, I would bet if I don't believe this is really a thing, but I would guess if it is a thing that it's because Nobuo Uematsu, the main composer of these games and the soundtracks for them, has more of a pull when he twists the song and manipulates it and and retreads the theme versus her studio recording the theme. But, right. you know, I digress. I digress. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, Final Fantasy VIII, getting its love, fine. Um, I actually really enjoy it. Um, it's a great game. Um, so Square Enix started with a bang, I, I, I say, and I guess Trip said, Final Fantasy VII. They did exactly what I needed to see for this game, Final Fantasy VII. Um, they a showed us gameplay. In-depth gameplay. And then, they, yeah, and then they had a narrator go, this is how we retooled the battle system. This is how we're modernizing it. This is how we're making it enjoyable for old and new fans. And I was just like, "Yeah, it made me want to." Buy it looks it. beautiful. It looks beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It looks. Trip, do you have uh, Trip or Felix? Do you have thoughts? Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. You're gonna play a Final that's, Fantasy game. I was gonna say that's that's all that we need to hear from Felix. If he's Whoa. if he's on board, he's on board. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. The I, game mechanics looked really cool. You flip between characters as you're playing, and fucking yeah, it's look. it's like halfway between turn based and active time, like active battling. Right. It didn't look turn based. It still was action, but you, you the, right. the other character I, plays while don't you don't think you're like mashing the buttons to do all those like uh, auto attack, sword attacks. I think you're literally just watching them attack, and you're choosing spells between uh, between those attacks. You're building your gauge up so you can use your special moves. Is essentially what it looks like how it how it ran right. Yeah. Um, so a few things. It looks beautiful, obviously. And they showed a trailer with Tifa. They showed off her character model for the first time. That was awesome. Uh, I honestly like just watching these characters interact in these in this setting specifically is flooding me with so much nostalgia. I think my brain is going to explode because it's, they, it, it's crazy, man. It's crazy to see it modernized. Uh, and, and like and like Migar looks huge and expansive, and they're making it. They're like because they're bringing it to like the modern age, and it. It seems like the way they're describing it is two Blu-ray discs worth of content, and it's all going to be Midgar. And it seems like they're just blowing up Midgar and kind of diving in deeper to the story that 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 first part of the story, which is essentially what it is. It's just the first third of the game, I want to say. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, Mid. I mean, that's the, that's the craziest part, and probably the biggest point of contention is that Midgar is is a giant section of the game, but it's right. not a, it's not a third of the game. You think it's what more than that? Less, less than, that? than that. Less than that. Less than that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do go back to right. it uh, over time, so maybe ultimately it's like twenty to twenty-five percent of the right. game. But there's st- so much world, and everyone was worried when they heard that. They're like, "Oh God!" Like, well, we're not, well another we're not thing that worries me is they asked the director, "How many episodes are you guys planning on releasing for this? Like, what's what are the what's the releases like?" And he's like, "Honestly, we have no idea how many we're going to put out." Mm-hmm. So. I'm like, so do you just have the story written out of the beats that you want to hit in each game or episode? Like, like what is their plan here? Because it seems like right now they have a game up to a certain story point. And they're like, okay, that's just going to be part one. And then we'll figure it out. We'll go from there. Yeah. After. It's essentially and, what, what they're doing. There they was a, this mar- yeah, they had this March 3rd date, right? Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're not, from what I gathered from interviews over this past week, it seems like they're not even fully done this this game, like this episode one. Like, and that I, that's the only thing that concerns me about it is the fact that they're so like hesitant to tell us their like full overarching plan here and right. how that's going. Start. Well, they're hesitant because it doesn't exist. I mean, all they're they're really going game by game here, which could be worrisome. Um, but there was a really good article. Uh, on Kotaku by Jason Schreier, our favorite uh, investigative journalist here. Um, Mm -hmm. He got some hands-on time with it. And some of the things that he said that stood out to me were the fact that he said it feels like you're playing Final Fantasy VII, but with all of the gaps filled in. Like, not that we would even know there were gaps, but he says compared to, like, like this game, the original is almost like an outline. 
Yeah. Like you have moments inside of the, the remake where characters have so much dialogue and so much nuance together that like you kind of inferred some of these things from the very limited kind of, you know, stoic dialogue that we had, you know, translated from Japanese, you know, back in the day. But mm-hmm. he says it feels so much more enriched. And if they've made Midgar as big as, as it truly can be, I'm really not worried about spending a full game's worth of time in that city. Like if we, if if we get the game and it takes a while to get, but what we're actually getting is like such a huge blown out expansion of what that world yeah, you're talking is. about more in less. With with the real, like the original, like most of the original team. I know a lot of people came back in terms of story writers and game designers and things mm-hmm. to work on this. So if we're getting truly something that is their vision, but but something that can be delivered today, I'm okay with, with it taking time. And in the same article, um, he said that they are, they've started the process on two now. Like with one essentially being, you know, nearly ready to ship. And, and cool. almost finalized, they're now like outlining too and knowing where they want to go from there. So something's happening. Cool. We'll see. Obviously, yeah, we I, have like then I'll, I'll I'll put that in a box until yeah. the time comes. Then, but yeah, honestly, we, it looks it looks amazing. All all things yeah. said. Yeah. What I want yeah. from c- Cyberpunk is yeah. it to be a city that is in in depth detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really care if I can't even go out of the walls of that city during the game, as long as it's like a fully envisioned, developed world. For sure. And, yeah. Oh yeah. It, so- it sounds that's, like that's all all we can ask from that game too. Yeah. It, yeah, and it would be really awesome if uh, they did that with this uh, seven game as well. But you know, be, that would be pretty cool. I would be. I'm very curious to see how you would feel about playing a Final Fantasy game, Felix. Uh, that is I, definitely I, shocking. I haven't, so I might as well try one. Right. Felix was um, going to try me and him were, were discussing a time where he plays the game on stream and I'm there like as an advisor next to yeah. him on stream, helping him out. I think you should, no, no. we should actually do it. We should play seven at some, okay. before yeah, yeah. it comes out, before it comes out, Felix, you're saying the current seven. Yeah. The original. Yeah. The 1997 I can, buy, I can buy that one on the switch now. Right. You totally. can. Yeah, totally. It's, I think it's currently on sale. In fact, yeah, yeah, oh, so it, I is. Buy, it is. I, I don't know until how long, but it is. Thank I'd you for reminding me. Switch. Yeah, I buy it on the Switch, and then you and I play it yep. live. It'll I'm like a walking, time. living, breathing strategy guy for that game, so you'll be in good. Guys, it'll be the first guys, time I'm, an actual word about Felix of this, in this case, because it is definitely old. It's old. It is def- old game is old. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how know. I feel about that. But I, I need to go Harrison Point, maybe. Well, maybe that's I the thing. That. I mean, do you, maybe, do you save that one, and do you play a different Final Fantasy? Do you, do you like, I don't I, know. When I was suggesting, I to feel you, like Trip, you need though. you would appreciate it so Trip. much more playing the original. But Trip, when well, I was suggesting 10? that to you, maybe he, he I was not. I no. hate the fuck out of ten. No, oh. when I was suggesting it to Trip, I was suggesting it based on a game that I have on the Super Nintendo Classic, which was three. You said right? Yes, six yeah. officially in the in the uh, timeline, but it's labeled uh, as three in America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that was the game that that. I turned on for five minutes and I was like, it would be cool. I think if he and I, or all three of us sat on my stream and like, just fucked around with that game for a couple hours. Yeah. Six. I feel like might be your cutoff though. You might be able to stomach seven, but I feel like six is anything. Six and and older is too old. Yeah. That's like 16 bit. Yeah. 
I dude, I, I told you I went into like original like Legend of Zelda, and I was like, "What? No <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah. This game makes no fucking sense." I'm yeah. just walking around doing well, nothing. I mean, not again, not to go too deep down <laughs> other rabbit holes, but you're, I mean, there is at one point you had to find the entrance to a dungeon. Uh, it, you have to burn a bush to reveal a staircase. I don't know how you would have found it other than going literally screen by screen. The game doesn't every give you single any thing yeah. that you could possibly burn until one day. Yeah. You find a staircase, so it's very it's a very obtuse game. It changed a All lot, right. obviously, but it's hard to play nowadays. All right, I'm going to breeze through a lot of this conference here. But um, Trip, would you like to say any words about um, Dying Light Two? No, I'm excited for it. It's probably going to cool. be a lot of fun. More zombies, more parkour. Is that Square Enix? It's published by Square Enix. Yeah, is it really? It's uh, I want to say Techland. It is Techland. Dead Island team. No, I know it's developed by Techland, yeah. but. I just wasn't sure, like, um, if it was published by Square Enix. So after that, we got a bombardment of, like, remasters and new R- JRPGs, like, from Dragon Quest yeah, to Last Remnant. shit ton in there, and they all look the same to me. <laughs> I know, right? They're all a bunch Man, of... Man, I'm so racist <laughs> to those video games. <laughs> They're just anti-anime. We get it. All right, so let's just cap off anti- Square Enix. That's not true. That's- I know. I'm just messing, man. It's just I'm, nonsensical. They're silly I know. People. This, I know. They're, it's also it's also dramatic, and all the characters are very serious, and it's all very flashy. You know what I mean? It's like, God, it's a lot post of- post World War II Japanese culture is so hilarious. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> anyway. Oh my god! They suffered tragedy, and then got, just got a sense of humor about it. Like, it's it's, it's the best thing. Laughter yeah. is the best medicine. Speaking of laughter. Um, so the last thing that, that happened was Crystal Dynamics came out and they showed off their Marvel Avengers game. Speaking of laughter, I was wondering <laughs> where you were going with this. I know it was a really bad transition, but I that's, worked with this it. It's pretty solid, Pushed honestly. Do you hate Thank it, you. <sighs> I don't hate it for a lot of the reasons that. Yeah, the reasons that people, people online are fucking stupid. They're like, uh, most of the complaints I'm seeing are like, look, it's not. It doesn't look like Stark. Tony Stark it's not in the my, movies. It's not real. You know, um, here's the thing. Um, That's fine. It's okay. I just, I, there's, I know there's one part of that, uh, criticism that I do kind of agree with is that for them not using the, the likenesses, they've leaned very hard into the likenesses. That's, Mm -hmm. that's what's off putting a little bit when I watch the trailer. Oh, you're, you're saying they leaned in their, their spin on it. You're kind of like, it's almost like they, they wanted to stay recognizable enough to like say, Hey guys, you remember the MCU? And then, like, but they didn't oh, go all the way. You're talking they didn't about go their, all the in, way, yeah. In their development, they made the costumes look similar. Yeah. And, so, the, and just, like, the characters' faces and stuff. Like, they're, yeah. like, almost there, but it's, like, eerie because they didn't quite do it because they're doing their own thing. Yeah. I, I don't like what, like, Spider-Man did was they, like, made their own Peter Parker, right? And, like, that wasn't... That, people weren't getting confused with their, with uh, you know, yeah. PS4 Spider-Man. They were like, this is a, yeah. our Peter Parker. This is our Spider-Man story we're telling. But this, it's, like, kind of like we're, like kind of doing the mcu thing but like not really we have our own but, but they're you know, literally they're, later. they're literally not they're they're like, not but it's it's right. not helping them by not right. making the distinguish uh, distinguishing about, factor um, larger you know yeah a day takes place uh is the establishment of the west coast avengers when i was a kid i loved mm-hmm. the west coast avengers like that i didn't read the comics but i collected these marvel collector cards mm-hmm. yeah and and i thought it was cool that there was like a 
East Coast Avengers team and a West Coast Avengers team. And it, with me and my friends, it was like, well, who, who do you pick? You know, and some of my right. friends were on. It's like a running joke in Marvel that like everything happens in New York because all the heroes are in New York. So it's right. kind of like nice to see like other heroes. Up but West Coast course. Avengers was classically Tony Stark and Scarlet Witch. And oh. uh, uh, who else was on that team? There, Hawkeye was on that team. They were all West Coast Avengers. That's uh, how, they sound like the East Coast Avengers. No, they sound, like the, they sound like the East Coast Avengers from the movie. Oh, okay. The movie right, put yeah. everything in New York. Tony Stark did have a house in Malibu, so it makes sense but that he's on the West Coast. He did, yeah. Um, but like, so when they said all that, I was like, "Whoa, this is this is comic canon." But yeah, they kind of look like the ones from the movie. So it's yes. Yeah, so so like they sh- and like what they showed us was like a, a CG trailer, which honestly I don't think did it any justice. Uh, we don't know how the game plays. They kind of kind of looked like we were seeing gameplay like but like interweaved with like you know cutscenes and quick time events and such uh and i i don't know it, it seems like they're doing a game of the, like a games as a service route with this because they they came out on stage and they were like everything is going to be free and we're no have no loot boxes and no pay to wins i'm like okay but like that's great i'm very happy for you and but what but, but what is it <laughs> But what is the game? Like, right. what are we doing? Right. How are we playing with our friends? What's your, wh- how are you rolling out characters? Thanks for leaning, like, leaning into the really easy, like gamer friendly buzzwords. But what actually right. are you selling? W- w- was that the game that had just a random, like, like dude come out at the end? And like, there were two, two of the, the directors. Came. There was one game in their presentation where just a random dude came out. At the, oh no, it was the other one. Never mind. What was that? <sighs> I don't know what presentation that was in where this guy comes out and he, he yeah, what had an accent. It was that, that game. What, who's, whose conference was, was that game that like looked post-apocalyptic future was three uh, heroes. Dude, come on. It's like, no, it had like a post-apocalyptic. <laughs> no, <games>. but not <laughs> Fuck, man. I don't remember what it was called. It, it, it was obscure and we didn't know about it. It was new IP. Well, all right, all right. The, uh, hold on back burner that. And let's, let's, Finish up the Avengers talk. Yeah, we, yeah should, we should just finish this up. You're talking about that, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's like my only concern is like this game comes out next spring and um, in May fifteenth, and like I do, I still know how what I'm going to be doing in the game, and like that honestly is a running honestly a running theme of E3 for me is like you're showing me these these games, but I don't know what I'm doing in the game, and I yeah. I know you could say that about Death Stranding's trailers, but at least I know with Kojima. He's got some kind of gameplay in mind when 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 you think of his style. But like I don't know who I don't I don't know how these Avengers are gonna play. Like and I don't know like Ghostwire Tokyo, really cute presentation. You guys remember that presentation with the uh that female director that came out and was all cute and she took the internet by storm? Yeah, yeah, trailer looked amazing, but we saw the trailer no gameplay. Looked amazing. For that. Yeah. I still don't know what the game is, and like I'm excited about it and like it's definitely something to look forward to, but like No, I'd agree, dude. Yeah. No real idea so, what's going on with it. It looked exciting and intriguing, but I don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, all right, let's move on. Uh, I'm going to jump back to Bethesda because we kind of skipped that. Uh, how long are we? How long are we on time? Uh, I was going to. Yeah, I was going to just show you. We're 57. All right, cool. Um, maybe we can squeeze these down really quick. Uh, uh, Felix. Yeah. What do you have to say about uh, I was just gonna say, The game I was talking about was called Outriders. Was that a Microsoft conference? Whose conference? No, was Square Enix. Oh, is that Square Enix? Oh, those are the Gears of War guys. Yes. Yeah, yes. and then they had this random guy come out right after. Weird, and like said something, and I just was like, who in the fuck is this guy? Right. <laughs> and, yeah, we don't, yeah, it was very not clear. Yeah, people can, can fly are the development crew. 
Right. Yeah, I see that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, anyway, that was right. Square Enix. But yeah, let me hear. Let Bethesda. me hear your thoughts on Bethesda. What do you want to say about Fallout seventy six? Because no, I was going to say. Face it. Let me preface it. Todd Howard did come out. He did like a funny haha. Sorry guys, we messed up. Our bad. And then they brought they started rolling out a whole bunch of like their announcements for Fallout seventy six. Yeah. So all their expansion. Go ahead. So I don't know if this is actually what people are saying or what I just in my what you, own yeah. Head. What are your thoughts? Go ahead. What no in my own head what I thought. So I'm watching this presentation, Todd Howard, which by the way, I had been pre-gamed by somebody. Somebody had said, Oh, he's probably gonna come out and do an apology. Was that, that was me? I probably said that, yeah. Yeah, so he's probably gonna come out and do that was, an that was one of my predictions, yeah. It's rumored that oh, it was a prediction, it wasn't rumored. Yeah. So I'm expecting an apology when he comes out and starts into his spiel about Fallout seventy six. And here's what I pulled my takeaway from that, which I don't I think I don't I haven't heard of other people say this. Everyone thinks that his response and everything that they're doing, Wastelanders, is some goddamn reaction. Like, it's a reaction to fan grief. Fans were upset. Oh, my God, they're finally doing it because what, they're reacting MPC, to us MPC being specifically? upset. Yes. Are you talking about Wasteland? Okay. Yeah. Um, the I think, honestly, I think it's part of it. I don't think so at all. You I think, think it's 100% whole time, the whole time. Okay, the bag, let me get this straight. The bag fucking thing was, that was a, a fuck snafu that was by a snafu. their marketing department, which is not the developers of this game. Also also leaking players' names, definitely a snafu. And that too. Yeah. The, 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 I think, it's hard to I, ignore, I, but we, we, can, we can ignore all of it. I, I think saw this in this presentation, what I saw was a guy on the stage completing another leg in his road. This, okay. was, the, this was a part of their roadmap. And it has to do with the fact that I've played the lore and read the shit in the world. And I know for a fact that the way this story is supposed to go, your fucking characters are the first ones that come out of that vault and clear a path for the Wastelanders. It's a part of the story. But I so think the, that this first that, year okay. without NPCs was planned. I'm 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 I have to like 100 percent disagree. What are you reasons? That evidence on for two for two reasons. You didn't play the game. I played Fallout seventy six. How long? <laughs> like thirty, like twenty, thirty hours probably Good. until my game stopped working. That's not the point. The point <laughs> is, Felix, is their whole marketing push was setting the expectation that there would be no NPCs in this game because that wasn't the game that they were building. And the second thing you're probably referring to in game is the future games like Fallout three and four. And the games that take place years and years later what is I what re- I have a feeling. Because you're, you're referring to the, the game hints that you're preparing for the yeah. rest of the vaults to open, which is true in normal Fallout lore. But for this game, I don't it, think that they were expecting you to see anything. But his anybody. presentation did not look like there was some kind of like backpedaling that they're doing. It I don't think it's backpedaling at all. skilled storytelling. I mean, you can conveniently work narratives to fit what you've got in your canon. You know, to kind yeah, of like sure. to people were secretly backpedal in the first place because they were actually significantly changing Fallout lore because of this game. This game apparently changed a lot of the lore of Fallout in general. So they're already saying like we can write on the fly, right? That's that's already been. There's like a Fallout lore guy on YouTube who's who explained all this to me because that's that's is, only as, as deep as I'll go he, into Fallout. Is he is he mad on the internet about it? Um. No, he actually, when he starts talking about 76, he's like, look, I built, built my channel. I don't know his name. I'm just like fucking quoting this guy to thin air. But 
he said essentially, look, I'm the Fallout lore guy. I'm going to cover all Fallout lore. Is it uh, good or bad or whatever? Is it Oxhorn? Is that who it is? Oxhorn does all the. It sounds really familiar. Yeah, your lovely neighborhood Oxhorn calls himself. That does sound right. My roommate has actually watched all of his videos because yeah, Oxhorn, Oxhorn is terrific. He's and he wouldn't even touch seventy six. And um, I've I felt bad for him. Your roommate or Oxhorn? Oxhorn. My roommate. No, my roommate. Oxhorn played the fuck out of it. Um, but. That's the thing. I think, look, they can pivot on the fly during development at any point. And I think they did. That's what I think they did here. I think they were like, look, we need to make this a better Fallout game. And right. for Fallout games, we need dialogue choices. We need characters to interact with. They are the meat and potatoes of the game because we thought that the players were going to be doing the NPC thing and, 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 and filling that void. But 16 characters per server in this large-ass map is not exactly... They, uh... They you know, definitely alienated what I do, I do agree that they 100% alienated 50% of their fan base. <laughs> what, but with this announcement? <laughs> the 60% way? of the time, it works every time. With the original game release. Oh, sure. Yeah, they yeah. They 100% alienated 50% of their. their sure. Um, sure. I am the other 50%. I'm the people who were not alienated at all by what they did. Look, Felix, I reinstalled the game. I, I get plan fucking, on hopping back into it. I get it at some fucking lost in this world. And uh, here's the prob- problem, yeah. partial problem I'm going to have with this. It's going to bring the other 50% back and crowd the fuck out of my, my experience. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. Is that a bad thing, though? I don't he know. Did, he doesn't I, know. I, I, I'm not sure. We'll see. I mean, a, pop- first, a, po- first off, a, it's a populated good. online game is usually a healthy online, right? Let, let, let me just say, say yeah. it this way. <laughs> I, I love the comfort of the solace that I get from the emptiness of that fucking game. I that's not the game you bought, Felix. You bought an uh, online multiplayer I game. <laughs> I love how empty it fucking is, and there's no one bothering. Um, but and I think that the this storyline is going to bring a lot of people back into the game, which is good for the game because it keeps it alive. <laughs> but but I think it's going to bring fucking assholes. Lots of assholes back into the world. Yeah, and I'm a little reticent. I'm a little reticent about that. You know what I mean? Like I'm fine if we're all cool. Here, here's two good things, by the way. All right, we should wrap up seventy six though. This is it. Okay, I played BR. I played the BR. How was it? Uh, it? I think it's pretty fun. I think there need to be more random monsters in there. That would be cool. Like, I, I didn't experience any random monsters. I played uh, for five things. One thing they have to do is you need to be able to level the special points. You know how you can get special points in the adventure world? Yes. Trollbeard pointed out to me before I played it that he has to, if he wants to play PvP only, if you're a person who bought a Fallout game strictly for the BR, which is weird to, to me, spend, but... you would have to spend hours in the adventure part of it in order to play the BR to gain, to, to be able to apply perk cards, you need special points. I started a character at zero <laughs> and went into the BR and I was getting like level three in random packs. I was getting level three perk cards. I couldn't apply them because I had no special on my character. So the game forces you to play a shit ton of adventure hours. Oh, um, got it. Yeah. Before you can really benefit from enjoying BR. That's a really so good that's, point. That's dumb. That's fucking dumb. And I agree with Trollbeard. They should fucking change that. You should be able to rank the special... And just be PvP. And just be PvP. Kind of like how Destiny gives you that option. Yeah. Yeah. Second thing is they did create something really good for the assholes. The assholes have an outlet now. It's called um, 
uh, it's called survival mode. It's literally when you look in the game, there's try hard mode. There's three sections, and the survival mode is a waste of time for me. I went in there, and a guy sat on a quest and killed me over and over again. He was level <laughs> one thirty. One shot at me every time I walked near it. I was like, "Oh well, no!" The the troll, the troll shithead trolls of the world found their place. So there they are. All but right. Well, that's I, think that's, I think that's going to be a good place for people to like have that outlet. So if you want that experience, there you go. But they're both it. in beta. The BR and the Survivor both in beta. So like, who knows? Well, I'm glad they're at least giving that a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Yeah, and yes, I know 76 had a beta, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so after this, Bethesda went through a whole bunch of, like, mobile games. Like, Elder Scrolls Blades is coming to Switch. Um, cool. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, that was the cute announcement from uh, Tango Fucking Gameworks. Awesome. Man, that looks so cool. The concept yeah. is very, very cool. Yes, Shinji Mikami of Resident Evil fame. This is his studio. And it seemed like, uh, from what I got from everybody, is he's doing like a passing of the torch because this, this woman who came out on stage and won over the hearts and minds of all gamers everywhere. She was was great. Um, but apparently she's been like his, like, like, like right hand lady, like for all these years. And now Mm -hmm. she's like, she's coming out and she's got a game to show us all. So that's cool. Looks really cool. Um, okay. More Elder Scrolls online stuff. I bet you're really happy about that. You already said, you said you're already playing it. That shit is so far ahead where I am. Oh, you're just not even there in the game yet. There's no reason for me to play any of that stuff. Like, it's going to come out great. Well, hey, it'll be there for when you're when you're ready for it. Yeah, right. Um, they they brought Commander Keen back to life and then murdered it in front of my eyes. They literally resurrected Commander Keen, you guys. The classic id game from the the nineties. Is, is it a murdering? Is it a murdering? A massacre. It, they massacred my boy just because it's for a mobile device. Is that the only reason yes. why they massacred it? What yes. if it's the most entertaining mobile device you'll ever play? It looks like a card collecting free to play loot box held microtransaction game. I'm doing a lot of assuming yes, there, my friend. Does. Are you are you still playing Blades? Hell no. Then that's exactly the feeling I get from when I see this. <laughs> and now attach a Blades to something that all I'm saying is we don't know, dude. We you can't you can't judge until it's out. Keep that, keep that optimism. I mean, c- come on, we know, we we know exactly what a mobile game means when we it comes don't. To these we games. don't know anything, dude. There are fantastic mobile games out there. I, I wish I could roll my eyes harder than I can, <laughs> than I can right now. <laughs> um. So, all right, we saw Wolfenstein Youngblood. Looks baller as hell. It looks so good. I love their sneaking suits. I'm getting some Mad Metal Gear vibes from those mm-hmm. suits. Um, it's a sweet looking co op game. Uh, you're playing it. You're gonna be playing it, right, Felix? Yeah. Well, after I finish the Borderlands games, I'm going to go through. Very cool. It looks good. That's all I got. That's all I got to say about it. Um, we saw Deathloop, which is a cool. It looks like a combination of that Prey game mode that they released last year. You remember this? It was the like the roguelike Prey mode where you like died and then started over and then you know you you kept. Do di- you remember this? It was an expansion for Prey. You were I don't remember this. I only ever really played the main story. Main story, yeah, I, I did too. Which is but fantastic. This, I mean, Prey is oh, incredible. Yeah. Well, they had this game mode that was like, real quick, it's like uh, like you would play these levels, progression, and then if you died, it would rewind you so you can make different choices. Like, it would start oh, you. Got it, got it. That's cool. So this looks, same same company making this, it looks like a PvPVE game, player versus mm. player versus environment, mm-hmm. with a twist, like a time twist, where you can rewind time or, or cheat time, essentially. Um 
pretty stylish trailer. Very CG. Nice. The uh, the but font choice cool. that they made for uh, for Deathloop was yes. the same as Death Proof. Which is, is that, you think that's was, on purpose? I don't know if it was the same, but it was very it was very similar. It definitely Something evoked creepy like it evoked to the um those like uh what do they call them? Um the, 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 no 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 the style of film. Um yeah. no, our, uh Grindhouse. Grindhouse thank you, thank you, Grindhouse right. films. Mom, yes. was a part of a movie called Grindhouse. Yes, the <laughs> yeah. celebrated yeah, Grindhouse sure was. filmography. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they were um, they, they were they were leaning on that. Oh, yeah, so two, two other big things from the conference was Orion. They showed off their version of streaming tech, which is supposed to make streaming even better. So all the companies are doing it now, not just Google. And Microsoft actually as well. They had an announcement for that too. Doom Eternal. Looks cool. More Doom. More Doom. Looks like, looks like more badass Doom. And I'm currently playing it right now, and it's... Mwah. Nice. Yeah, it, it, it made me realize that the, the rage mechanics uh, come from that game. The ra- oh yeah yeah a lot the of ra- it does. the rage two game like they, they lifted the mechanics from doom copy paste put it right in the rage <laughs> I, I mean it's it was it was it's shooting tech which is what uh what avalanche yeah. was using so yeah it makes total sense that's how you yeah. make a game feel good you know yeah all right so let's finish off with Nintendo how's that sound guys oh we'll, sounds we'll amazing dude because Nintendo was so good Nintendo brought it home for me Sa- really they they really saved, saved E3, this. dude they sent it they full mm-hmm. send. What do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the big boy, or do you want to start the build-up? Well, build well, there's in terms of people that are Nintendo fans, I think there are two very big announcements. And depending on how much you care about this first franchise, you may not be too excited, but I'm going to drop it anyway. Do Animal it. Crossing New Horizons Woo! is officially uh, in existence. It's We've not coming out forever. forever for any word about this at all. And Nintendo has been like really cheekily using like Animal Crossing figures in their in their like tweets. And things like referencing Animal Crossing, and everyone's like, "You dickheads, what is going on?" Show and so they the they finally showed us a little bit, a little trailer of the game. Um, it's not coming out until 2020. I think uh, it's like March of 2020 or something. Yeah, um, it's in March but 2020. It does exist, and it's it will be here. But the it other, looks good. it looks great. It looks fantastic. We saw game. We saw gameplay, and it looked amazing. We saw real, yeah. true gameplay. Uh, the other massive, massive announcement is uh, they show they they showed a trailer for what was revealed to be a breath of the wild sequel they're in they're already developing mm-hmm. like that is insane like, to me holy shit dude this That's soon good. after they released the last one like you know you know why the movie yeah. is so good because they could keep milking this ip because it's already so good and for some reason it's it stays more fresh than other games that are adding content onto their other games and that's like the thing to do just DLC, 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 send content, yeah. just keep it going. And and they're already iterating on making this even better, which I just appreciate the hell out of. They're doing I, a Majora's Mask, honestly. It's it, it it like. looked really dark, yeah, for sure. Well, I not just that. I, it's There was a turnover with Ocarina of Time. And, sorry, I'm sorry, Felix. There's a turnover no. between Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask that they they made it in like under, I want to say like a year it after was a year. Ocarina of Time yeah. came out. Yeah. I mean, this um, is not going to be the same. They, they, no. You know, different scale, time. for sure. But, but you're right, like like, like similar uh, design aesthetics. Um, they might same look. even be using the same world. Like is I think because it's a direct sequel, we're going to be going back to the same map. That's just my guess. Mm, I hope I would hope we don't. But oh, for them to announce it this soon, maybe we'll do a, we'll do a deep dive and, and we'll discuss stuff Felix. about it because I'm excited about it. Yeah, Felix, go ahead. 
I couldn't read this article because I haven't finished Red Dead Redemption 2 yet, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the article's title was uh, Developers of uh, uh, the Wild Sequel. Um, apparently heavily influenced during the development of the Breath of the Wild sequel by Red Dead Redemption 2. That's what it's Oh, said. my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started like putting, like, fucking Legend of Zelda and Red Dead Redemption 2. How, how, how is this? What is this going to turn into? <laughs> the best game of all, all the time. Tasks even more tedious is what they're going to do. <laughs> first person. You get it first um, person. Another Come thing on, in this trailer that I like to see was they showed Zelda. She had a swanky new haircut. And for some reason, since... Spoiler alert for Breath of the Wild. Should have played it because it's an amazing game. Uh, she comes back at the end of Breath of the Wild 1. Spoil. And for some reason, my mind, my first place I went, my mind went to was, oh my god, are they going to do co-op? Are you going to be able to either play as Zelda or Link? And, or or like, are they well, going to make both characters playable? Again, we'll probably deep dive into this. It's, I feel they're going to be both playable. Yeah, it, I don't think it's going to be co-op. But they definitely... They definitely leaned on or hinted at both being either either you choose who you're playing or there are sections based on the story where you're one or the other. Or a switchable character on the fly in real time. Like, yeah, that like could a, be a mechanic too. Yeah, like for sure. Puzzle, puzzle solving mechanic. <laughs> um, either way, hell yes. Hell yes, I'm in. I'm very, very excited about it. Fantastic. All right, so I'm going to blow through a few more things that we can get through. Yeah. They did a troll. They trolled the audience with this Smash Brothers announcement. <laughs> and they had another cute little cutscene with Donkey Kong, and it looks like Banjo Kazooie silhouette showed up, and then Duck Hunt fucking. Well, like, here's, here's how it played out a, a puzzle piece, like a gold puzzle piece that you collect from Banjo Kazooie, like mm. bounced across the screen, and they went to look at it, and then like you see like the silhouette of what looks like mm-hmm. a bear with bird wings, but it ends up being um, uh, the Hunt. dog from Duck Hunt, like holding yeah. up a bird and just like just being a dickhead about it. But then Banjo and Kazooie truly show up, and they are Fantastic. in Smash right now. That's awesome. I mean, he's a character that definitely belongs to Smash Brothers. Yeah, but and but even bigger is just the fact that Rare had to. Mm-hmm play ball essentially to get this to happen and which is microsoft it's a microsoft yeah, company. Yeah. yeah and already now there are rumors of like full ports of the games onto the switch um, people are like master phil Chief spencer i think tweeted like so excited for this or some shit about uh about yeah. banjo kazooie on, on phil spencer what a fucking dude yeah i he read a such, a, such a dude. dude i read a rumor this week that microsoft was trying to float master chief collection on the, the fucking playstation that's insane. I haven't yeah. read that. I don't. I haven't that, read that. I've not seen that yet. I mean, I don't even fucking know. That sounds. That true. sounds like way out there. That yeah. sounds like. Yeah. Damn. It was in an article that I was reading. I was like, wow, that would have been fucking weird if that would have uh, happened. Let's see. We saw more Link's Awakening. Link. They had. Like, uh, yeah. More Link's Awakening playthrough. So I'm so excited for that for the remake on the Switch. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for that too. I'm, I'm definitely in. Um, Luigi's uh, Mansion. Dragon. We got a new Luigi's Mansion coming out. With yeah, that's Gui- Guigi. Guigi. That's actually one of the Nintendo games I'm excited about. Oh, yeah? Which one? Which yeah, one? Yeah, Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, nice. Definitely getting that. Does Guigi do it for you? 
Uh, I don't know what Guiji is. What are you saying? <laughs> Guiji is a gooey version of Lu- version of Bro, Luigi. Oh my god! Who can go who can go in different places and do different things because he's made out of goo and he's not a human with with oh, bones yeah. and a skeleton. He, he's, and gonna, stuff. he's gonna help you solve puzzles. He could like he could like oh, kind of he's drift, drift through a gate because he's like no, made he's out new. of goo. Oh, he's new. Okay. So you make like a like a protoplasmic version of yourself. He's new, like Slimer. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, I loved it on three. I played it on 3DS. It's the only version I played. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't even know what consoles the previous ones came out on. GameCube, mm-hmm. and then the next two was on 3DS. Yeah, I never played yeah. any of those, but this looked really cool. This looked a lot. To, to be honest with you, it reminded me a lot of what I'm currently playing, which is Odyssey. So, like, uh, oh really? I'll, yeah, I have a good time with it. What? Wait, Luigi's Mansion reminds you of Odyssey? Yeah, it's not open world. But like how you you're puzzle solving and uh, okay, I guess I'm just not familiar with the Odyssey puzzles. I'm not familiar with it. What is he talking about? I'm Odyssey, Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, oh my god, dude, we oh I, my we, god, what are you talking? I about? thought you were talking about Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed Odyssey. I thought you were talking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I'm just Endo here, like, fucking, oh my, and I'm like, how is? Yeah, I know it's my face. It's got to be Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Well, I, mean, I know. I mean, ki- kind of, yeah. At this point, I yeah, was. T- <laughs> In my defense, I was talking about... It's not like you bring up pa- Mario all the time. You know? I was talking about motherfucking Power Moons tonight, wasn't I? I didn't you even were, know you were playing Odyssey, to and be that, honest, dude. And that shocked me, that shocked me too. Because I have you, been it's not a game you bring up all the time, you know? I've been talking about Power Moons. All You're our Assassin's Creed dude, dude. <laughs> I haven't played that in months. <laughs> I mean... You played it a lot of it, so I don't. It's okay. Uh, you can you can yeah. walk away. It's okay. I completed it. I have the DLC left to do. That's uh, it. Witcher Three is coming to Switch. The Good Witcher God. Three. That's is coming the thing I'm most excited about. What baby. black magic did they cast to get that thing to run on? They the Switch? cast some 540p black magic to get that to run on the Switch. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's that's the resolution bad. on um handheld. Oh no! And then I 720p mean, docked. But on the other side, handheld. Dude, which, which like in handle? all honesty, it's probably yeah. gonna like they they're not gonna send this game out into the world unless it looks and plays at least well playable. enough, right? Yeah, it looks like playable. remember how like I think Doom took a resolution cut as well, but everyone said it felt great to play on the Switch. Right, right. As long as they hold that frame per second, then I think you won't it's, see a problem. It, 1080p, 720p, they're very marketable resolutions, and people understand what they mean. But like. Your brain really isn't going to know the difference between 720 and 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 540 off the bat. Like like right. there are ways to tell for sure, but it's not it's not Look a huge I'm difference. Doing. What are you He's doing? Sort of what is this? I'm going to be doing a lot of that. <laughs> In bed. Yeah. In bed. <laughs> I mean, look, look, making a game portable, especially on a platform as as well made as a Switch changes everything. So, this might actually be an amazing way to play The Witcher 3. Who knows? might be it might be i don't sure Let's look just go look, look 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 we, we don't have to we don't have to go down the road of course the best way no. is probably on a computer with a 2080 ti and some I'm, shit i'm but. really and i'm trying not to like do that that whole thing but like look the whole thing about the switch is is, is you can take it with you you can take it anywhere and, and then put it on your tv so like that feature alone is just it's that's pretty great changes the game dude pretty great um, so Nintendo bought a whole bunch of stuff like Dragon Panzer Dragoon is coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, Cadence of Hyrule, Crypto Necrodancer sequel. That's already out. Pretty cool. People are playing it. It's out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just got the first one for four dollars, so I'm totally gonna play that first. Nice. Um, it was uh, it was four bucks on Switch, so uh, I'm gonna play that and see how that goes. Soundtrack though, recommend it. 
Yeah, it's. it's I was good. watching a uh, King of Thallion play it, and it's this. It's amazing. It sounds so good. It slaps real yeah. hard. Um, do you guys want to talk about Pokemon? Is now now uh, trip? Mm. I mean, is this is this going to pull you from Destiny Two? Where is it going to Where is it going to do? I'll play it. Yeah, I'll be playing a little bit for sure. That's a winner, guys. We we found him. We got him. <laughs> we found it. Hit the, the, it's hit the, the third. Button. <laughs> it's the third one. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Um, cool. Um, so a few details have come out, and it looks really great. I'm not gonna lie, like I'm like excited to play. Looks fantastic, dude. Pokemon on a Switch and my TV. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I can put it on my TV and I take it with me. Hell yeah, man. Um, apparently though, not all the Pokemon because of the fidelity that they're working with. This being the first console game that that Game Freak is making, not all Pokemon are going to be there at launch. Now, this only matters to the people who like using the Pokemon Bank, but you won't have access to your full national, as they call it, the nerds call it the the national decks, yeah, the national Pokemon. So that's unfortunate for them. But honestly, I just want to. I just want to uh, play some Pokemon on Switch. So yeah, it, it's a non-factor to me at all, it's and I really don't here. know the impact. Probably, and to look so, at all the different facets of it, like I don't. There's like a thousand Pokemon that they've created, right? Well, I mean, so, I, I know, like, I know, like you know, yeah. you can't, you can't have all of them in the game. And I guess that's upsetting. Right. I just can't empathize with with being upset about it. It's a new I game. Don't you it. want the new Pokemon to yeah, experience and, and fully just old just ones will live be in here, that world? New ones will be yeah. here. I don't know, dude. So that's fine. Felix, uh, are you uh, going to try a Pokemon game? No. No, this doesn't speak to you, huh? No. I was just curious. Dude, I, was, I, I mean, just wanted to gauge you. I wanted to gauge you. That's all. To, to be fair, it doesn't look that different. Like, it looks no. slightly different-ish, but very similar to Sun and Moon. To a, to a point, right? But, but they have, like... Here's my problem. It's not the game. I'm sure if... Fucking! I was held at gunpoint. It's not you. It's me, baby. I'd enjoy it. If I was held at gunpoint, I'd enjoy it. But like, it's one of these things where this is IP with very specific character-based IP, like Mario, Mm -hmm. where you kind of need to know that and appreciate that. I don't know any of these new Pokemon. I know they're introducing new Pokemon. Fondness of previous Pokemon. All all characters. To help you understand it. Oh, I mean, and I'm just like, no. There's no. There will be no characters that you are attached to. That any other, no other characters from other games will be in this. They're all fresh. It's all a fresh story. They're they're fresh, but it's very samey in gameplay and like, like what you do in the game to get to the end is very samey. But like overall, like they have like different narratives that kind of weave through it. Really, when it comes down to it, it's like I just think of all the things that I'm doing playing you know i'm just like i can't and that's fine it doesn't speak to you that's totally cool so, yeah I, I really just wanted to see how because like you have a switch now so like i was like oh, is felix gonna play this i don't know yeah and what i was really um, saying is that it doesn't look that different enough from what pokemon has done to pull in a new player it gets pokemon fans really excited about it but it's not gonna revolutionize and sell itself to an entirely new kind of audience that wouldn't have jumped in earlier if that makes right. sense so you guys think it's going to bring in people who are I, never... No, I don't I think, think it will. Oh, well, okay. It, it I was going to say, I think the rise the, of Pokemon Go is going to probably bring people yeah, in. Yeah, and by the fact that it's on the Switch, like that'll bring in new players. But the people that are playing are like, like you just said, Neo, Pokemon Go fans. People that are Pokemon fans in general. Sure. Like, Can they're I, the ones that are, that are going to dive in. No one who's like, 
who plays Call of Duty is excited about Cyberpunk and like only those kind of games, you know, they're not going to look at us and be like, this is the Pokemon. None of the other ones got me excited, but now this is the one. It this doesn't do one. anything that that left of center, you know. I can, can see I, that. Can I talk about two games that were in another presentation that on the Switch, Yeah, uh, like, but yeah, then then we're going to wrap up. So yeah. you, let's do it, Felix. Hit, hit us up. Well, I I downloaded the Messenger because of Devolver. Oh, cool. That so game I have I have the Messenger, and uh, I no, I have yet to play it, but okay. it, I I loved Ninja Gaiden back in the day, and it's uh, in the queue. It's in the queue. It looks just like... No, I'm probably going to be playing it on a couch co-op stream this week. Oh, actually. cool. Um, I downloaded Katana Zero, and I've literally said I'm not going to play that until I finish Final Fantasy XII. Yeah, a bunch Katana of Zero people... Being another, were, they yeah. were talking about that in the Emerging Gamer Discord, right? Yes, because it's, yeah. it is a very cool indie, very cyberpunk-stylish. Like, like that, that whole... I'm not talking about the game cyberpunk. I'm talking about, yeah. like, the... The genre. The genre cyberpunk, yeah. It's very, yeah. very much that vein. Uh, very cool side scrolling with mechanics. I haven't played it yet, so I really can't say anything about it. But and uh, coming out on the twentieth, which is how many days from now? Three, uh, three? three days from now. Uh, my friend Pedro will be on my Switch. It's, good, it's <laughs> a good, uh, it's a good birthday present for yourself there. Uh, yeah, my birthday is in two days. So. Hey, happy birthday! So, happy birthday! Yeah, yeah. yeah I got the, I got the. Um, Aren't you the impressed old... that I knew that? Yeah, I'm doing my birth my birthday stream. <laughs> yeah. yeah my, my, my birthday stream is a Fallout 76 stream. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, this week's special. Uh, it is special. I'm spending it with Diamond Jab. Oh, okay. Well, Very Diamond, Diamond I feel Jab. Bad now. <laughs> I've renewed I've renewed Diamond Jab's uh interest in Fallout 76, so. Well, awesome. I've been talking so, positively about my experience and he had he a was, positive experience. Yeah, he's very very excited about that. Yeah. Well, so I'm, we're, we're going to be doing very that. happy to hear that. Any uh, final thoughts on E3, you guys? No. no. How about you? Good, good year. Uh, excited for some of my favorite games I've been watching to come out. Um, possibly even more excited about the future in general. I think so. I think this year left a lot of us, a, a lot has been left to the future. Mm-hmm. Um, for we're, me, we're in a weirdly transitional period for sure. Super weird transitional period. New consoles are on the horizon. Sony wasn't here. Their absence was definitely felt. I know. Sad about Sony, uh, dude. Because they usually bring some real hot titles to show off. Um, mm-hmm. And we get that. And we miss them. But it definitely feels like a filler year in, in most cases. It feels like a lot of these companies are holding back their big guns for their console announcement next year. So we're going to wait and see till then, I guess. We'll see. Yeah. Well, here we go. This is Neo Yoshi signing out. Follow me at Neo underscore Yoshi on Twitter and uh, uh, twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi on Twitch. I'm going to be finishing up Doom 2016 this week. And then I'm probably going to be playing Monster Hunter World, weirdly enough, on PS4 and uh, Final Fantasy 12. I'm also just trying to crush that. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. All right. Throwing it to one of you guys. Trip. Let's do Felix and then we'll, we'll just go. Felix. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. This is Felix Hergood. Uh, Felix Hergood, all one word on both Mixer and Twitch. Um, I do that live together. They're both t- together at the same time. Um, so if you're in the chat, say hello. That's what this chat, the Merger Gamer chat, is doing right now. It's just talking. Sure is. Two services talking at the same time. It's great. Um, and uh, this week is my birthday stream on um, – this whole week I'm actually doing just Fallout 76. I've gotten a little bit obsessed with it, and uh, that, that's a fucking understatement. <laughs> 
And I'm still also, when I get tired of that, when that burns out a little bit, I'm going to go back to Elder Scrolls Online content. So I've just been going through that. It's great. Just as great. I'm a Bethesda shill. That's what uh, Diamond Jab has said. <laughs> he said, you're shilling for Bethesda. And I said, yeah. I texted him. I'm like, yeah, Diamond Jab. Yeah, Bethesda is paying me to talk amazingly publicly and privately about <laughs> <laughs> fucking Bethesda shit <laughs> great I'm so happy for that alright Trip and uh, I'm Trip Zero guys thank you for uh, for hanging out and for watching I am Trip Zero TV on literally everything search that and you will find me um, I stream primarily I consider my home on Mixer but I also restream to Twitch as well so either of those websites slash Trip Zero TV um, majority content is definitely destiny, but now that the new raid is done and we're kind of in waiting mode for uh, shadow keep in the fall, what I plan on doing for the summer is splitting my days, um, with a smaller game or something else that I'm interested in, in the morning and then doing the destiny stuff at night when everyone else comes on to, to team up and do squad stuff. So, uh, if you check me out during the days, 2 PM to 10 PM weekdays, you guys can find me there on either website. Um, but do mixer, um, yeah, you'll probably see some cool gameplay in the morning with a uh, single player and some other adventure stuff and then Destiny at night. All right, and before, be sure to follow us on Emergent Gamer on Twitter and here on the Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv slash Emergent underscore Gamer, so you can see when we go live and record, usually on Sunday nights. Sometimes we have holidays that we, that we have to be a part of. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah, dude. All right, good show, dudes, and uh, we will see everyone next week. See ya. Desert Ranger says they have ruined Fall <laughs> as, as, as if it was good at one point. <laughs> they have, they, uh, that is pretty he, funny. He wrote that uh, right before you were started talking about it, going into the little deep dive you did. I saw it pop up on there. No, no, it's just, I think the statement is just written in an interesting way. It was like when it came out, it was. It was they like, have ruined. Oh, like the decisions now. Have like made now it a terrible what they've game. done yeah. has yeah. ruined it. Like the decision yeah. to have Wastelanders come in, right? Which is the opposite of what Maybe. everyone's yeah. everyone's saying. You know, like I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm so like trip. I'm just a like a blank canvas of like not knowing what anyone's fucking talking about on either end. You know what I mean? Like I'm in this world, and it seems exactly like all the previous games with a bunch of improvements. Yeah, I, I said earlier, and I didn't want to go into it on the show, but I can never go and play a previous Fallout game ever again. They've put things in this game that I appreciate so much in improving my workflow in the game and like how the game plays. I can never play Fallout Four ever again. So, like on the other side of that, like I understand because of the freedom that Seventy Six is giving you, that that suits your play style immensely. I'm sure, mm-hmm. right? You because you can create things. You can go, oh, let me team no, up no, with but, a diamond but, and like do stuff. No, but what I was going to say is, Fallout players they want the narrative. They want that choice of the world. They want yeah, the lore no. to be be screaming at them as they play it. No, as I said in the show, I'm not disputing the fifty percent of the fans got alienated behind behind the shit. What, what I'm saying is one of the things that I – and I pointed this out to Diamond, and this is one of the things that brought him in to play with me last night. We played last night and had a ball. Um, most online multiplayer games have this thing where – and Destiny is guilty of this, but it's also a benefit because it, okay. it encourages uh, 
competitiveness among players. You know how you're always asking what gun you got or what level you got to? What level are you at? What's your, your light now in, mm-hmm. des- in division? It's what's your gear score now? What's your gear score now? All that shit. That is a competition, but at the same time, it's fun because you're doing it together, right? Yeah. Fallout 76, but what that can lead to is what I, I personally experienced on both the PlayStation and the Xbox. And I probably would experience it if I went to console and was playing with people. This, If I can't focus on that game and put my all into it, and you know this trip because you play Destiny like fucking crazy for this reason. If you don't do it, you fall behind. If you don't stay with the Joneses you know, keeping up with the Joneses. Sure. You will fall behind and you will, that will not be a discredit to you from your friends. They won't give a shit. They're playing the game. I but fell behind you, Destiny. But yeah. you will feel very far behind. I don't very feel far. like I can ever catch up is what you'll say to yourself. Right. If, which, if you which is go. never correct in any game. But I think right. what this is, this is kind of tangenting off of your thought, but I won't be too long, but I feel like we make that problem for ourselves. Like we we used to know a game like the back of our hand and be living in that world, and then when we fall off of that game, we don't feel like mentally investing to the same level, mm-hmm. which is very different than just having the ability to play concurrently. Because all of these games, at least at this point in their development cycles, try as as much as possible to make it easy to bring you back up there and getting you back into the action. But it, we do it to ourselves where we're like, mm, I just there's no way that I could possibly. But what yeah. you're talking right there is the developer taking to task to make it so that the game plays in a way that people have to can do it. You know, like maybe they they nerf a gun or or something along those lines, or they nerf a a, a, a leveling mechanic or whatever. What I've found with Fallout 76 is when you're playing with somebody else, you don't have to worry about falling behind because. The, what the game encourages is the guy who's higher level making things for other people, giving the lower level person the stuff. And that is fucking something that never existed in Fallout. Kyle came in for the first time. They have like free Fallout right now, and he's mm-hmm. cheap as shit and doesn't have a fucking Fallout game. You like um, it so, wait, you like it so that higher level players can be like, here, take this gun. There's not this thing of like, there's no barrier. There's no, no one will be left behind because, well, maybe in, in a fucking endgame shit. I'm not there yet, but, like, I'm not letting anyone behind because I'm ahead of them. I'm basically going, oh, uh, Kyle, you just got here? Here, I have these, these, and I have this to give you, and I have this food, and I have all this shit. I already have crafting benches made. You don't have to find the plans. You can come over and just join me. Mm-hmm. I've never played a game that does that in co-op. Where people rely on the the more it's, the people have been out there long. It's, it's a very like a, it's a very MMO kind of thing. Like you can do that. I think uh, I actually but, don't know anything about World of Warcraft, but I know in Final Fantasy XI or in fourteen, like someone could just give me, and they have over time. Friends that I play with have been like, "Here's a million gil, you know. I've got yeah. a shit ton of stuff. Here's yeah. here's money. Just go buy yourself new armor. You know, get powered up. Yeah, I, I got this here. Had this. I made this. Yeah, traded essentially, right? And in Fallout, that currency is materials for crafting and doing things, and getting guns yeah. and stuff like that to it's, help it promote, because it it's a survival, which is great. Yeah, yeah, it's a survival. If they don't have these things, they die and they put you behind. They put you behind in a fight because they're dead. <laughs> they're not helping you, right? You know? And now that's does, what I've been. Yeah, sorry yeah. to cut you off. I mean. 
you may or may or not know about this aspect of the game and it's fine, but I was just curious. Is there any kind of like account selling or loot selling like for real world money that happens with Fallout 76? Not that I can see, but you know what just showed up? It's really fucking cool. What? They yeah, made it. The Adam store. You, you no. They made it so you can craft a vendor machine in your camp that comes with here, and you can and sell they, and you can sell. You can sell players. your excess bullshit. Well, that's <laughs> that's nice. cool. So, and, and what's crazy is people are undercutting the fucking vendors in the game. No, they're of undercutting course, yeah. the robot vendors. So I wanted to buy the plan. Sorry, I wanted to do the quest to get the stim pack. You know what a stim pack is, right? If you don't have stim pack, pack, the instant health thing. Yeah. So I wanted to do the quest. And David Cable, who I play with all the time, he's from Scotland. He goes, why don't you just go to one of the vendors and see if... I said, what vendors? There's these green icons now all over the map. And he goes, those are player vendors. I was like, player vendors? What the fuck are you talking about? Mm -hmm. He's like, you can go to them. I was reticent because I was like, man, this is a PvP world. You know, people. You you were expecting to walk up to someone that was like fucking honeypot. I'm going to walk into a honeypot. <laughs> this fucking dude is going to honeypot my ass in. Fall out as you, the second you walk over there. Yeah. Not not that like that, you know, but anyway. So I was reticent. But then I said, okay, I'll go. Now I'm addicted to player vendors. I go to them first. They're better than the fucking robot vendors. Of course, I, man. Why would you, why would you give vendor. money to the game where it goes nowhere, where you can support the actual player economy? <laughs> <laughs> so what's his name? David Cable goes, um, why don't you just go to the player vendor? Sure enough, it's twelve fifty caps to buy the plan for the stim pack after you complete that mission from a vendor you unlock after you complete the mission. Like actual in game yeah, NPC. 12 50, right. Twelve fifty caps. Yeah. Caps is that a lot? Like is that a lot or that's medium? hard to earn. Oh that's okay. hard to earn. Got it. Uh, I've been playing the game for four four days straight with a brand new character and I've only acquired about seven hundred caps. That's so anyway, okay. Cool. That's a good uh, frame yeah. of reference. Thank you. So I go and I go to this vendor. Guy is selling. I didn't have enough caps at the time. It was like 300. Mm -hmm. The guy is selling the fucking plan for the stim pack for 750. Oh. So this is the embodiment of what I'm talking about. That isn't even a guy I know helping. Right. Like I'm not in his team, but this is just a random player who said, I'm going to sell something cheaper. Fuck this. Right. You know? So I was hey, like man. blown away by I was blown it's, away by these things that they've added that I didn't like think the game could have that kind of stuff it's like that they're capitalistic entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, you game. said it best. You said it best when you're watching the stream. You go, it's Amazon for Fallout. <laughs> you're right, <laughs> right. Amazon <laughs> Marketplace for Fallout, dude. You just <laughs> I was like, this is fucking cool, man. <laughs> you do have to you have to spend some caps to fast travel to the players wherever they are but well, right. i would definitely love to play fallout 76 more i like i said i reinstalled it because i'm i'm ready to i'm ready to, to get hurt again you know what first I mean? thing you need to do yeah should i make a new should i start over and just make a new character again i, I had a great time God, doing it you dude. guys i didn't know i didn't know about the mechanics and shit like Look, when i i'm happy you're character. all happy <laughs> Look, I'm far from happy trip all right I'm but i'm willing i'm willing to just t take a peek i sure. bought the game so I might as well, I might as well go. What are you doing, Fallout seventy six? Let's see what you're that's, doing. That's very true, dude. Might as well to pop in. Uh -huh.